0: In this episode, we look at four ways to clear your mind. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps Big Changes. changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunis, and in this episode, we are looking at how to clear your mind. This is something that we all need to do more of, but most of us don't. We never really carve out the time and space for this. But it is phenomenally, phenomenally important because it allows our minds the space it needs to rest. It allows us to recuperate and it allows us to process things that is happening in our lives uh, a little bit better because we're coming at it from a much more thought through place. So we're going to be looking at four different ways that you can clear your mind, both when you need to and just as a a general habit that you can build and act on on a day to day basis. So I'm super excited for this one. Now, before we jump into the episode, I do want to remind you that there is another podcast you should consider listening to. It's called The Great Man Within. It's hosted by my friends Dominic and Brian, and it's all about how to be a man in the modern 21st century era All the things that we struggle with but never really have a space to talk about. Things like our emotions, our sex life, our career, feeling like we're not good enough, feeling like we don't know how to be with the women in our lives. Uh, Whatever it is you might be struggling with, The Great Man Within is the place to learn how to tackle it. So do a quick search for The Great Man Within wherever you are listening to this show and you should give that a listen. I highly recommend it. Now, four ways to clear your Mind. This is something that, like I said before, I don't do this enough, but every time I take the time to actually do it, to sit down and Practice one of these things and get things out of my head, I, there's just this massive weight lifted off of my shoulders. Uh, and the first thing that I try to do, uh, you've heard it before. I've talked about it on this show before. Uh, but the first thing I try to do is meditation. Now, the point of meditation, we, we I think many of us have the wrong idea. Meditating is not about sitting still and not thinking about anything. I think many of us go into meditation with that idea and that makes it harder for us because we then feel like we're failing because our minds are really active and ideas are just popping up and things are coming into our head and we're thinking about this and that and this and that. Um, and I really love the model of meditation that I learned from the Headspace app. So on the Headspace app, this was a couple of years ago. I haven't used it since. Uh, they had at the time this like 10 day meditation class thing where he just sort of taught you the basics of meditation. And he used this example that you are sitting on the side of a road. And all of these cars are driving past you. And each of those cars represents one of your thoughts, right? And now you have two choices. You can have a car drive past and get up and run after it. Or you can just let it drive past, notice it, see it happen, and then watch it go on its way. The goal of meditation is the latter. Meaning, it's not about not thinking it's not about completely going into silence it's about giving yourself the space to allow thoughts to come and to go to exist in the moment and then pass rather than you holding on to it and chasing it down the street now meditation is good for the process of clearing our minds because eventually thoughts come less and less and and we get to sit in ourselves we get to sit in the moment the the breath that we are using to center ourselves that allows us to get to a place of clarity to a place where no individual thought is dominating our space now we are still having thoughts because we are humans but no individual thought is taking more from us than any of the others and that is a very powerful place to be that is where you can start to experience that feeling of a clear mind and that feeling of being one with yourself. Now, I still struggle with meditation. This isn't something that I'm able to do every single time I sit down, but it does feel good even just to remove yourself from the constant chasing and attachment to those thoughts and just let those thoughts drive by. So that's one really easy way to clear your mind. And what I would recommend you do if you are new to meditation is just put five minutes on the stopwatch on your phone, or maybe you have an actual watch, put uh, five minutes on Sit down with your eyes closed in a comfortable position. You don't have to cross your legs. You can, whatever way works for you, just close your eyes and start taking deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Maybe even add a hold in there. So in through your nose, hold for three, out through your mouth. Now, what this is going to do is force you to start focusing on your breath. And the reason that you do this is because it makes it easier to let those thoughts pass, right? The breath It acts as a repetitive thing to hold our attention so that we can let all the thoughts pass by us. And that I found is the easiest way to get into a meditative state. Now, I'm sure there are much more advanced ways. I'm not the person to teach you that. But if you are starting out, if you're looking for a quick way to clear your mind, I recommend using that strategy. Now, tip number two, the the second way to clear your mind is to start journaling more often and start making lists. One of the things that, and you're gonna hear this as a recurring theme throughout this episode, when we need to clear our mind, it's often because things are sort of attaching to it, right? We're never letting anything go. It's just sort of there. And then maybe we're not actively thinking about it, but it's in the back of our mind. It's in our subconscious. It's taking up space and it's adding mental strain to us. And so we start to feel overwhelmed. Even though we might only be dealing with two things actively, there's all of these passive things and subconscious things going on that are adding additional strain and weight to our process. Now, the act of writing is the act of translating thoughts to language, like putting things down, pen to paper, or typing, or whatever it is. That is the process of taking all the jumble of nonsense in our head and actually translating it, making sense of it in a way that ourselves or other people can read it back and understand what it is we're trying to say. That organizational process is powerful for allowing us to step out from underneath the weight that comes with all of the things we're dealing with in our lives. Just by sitting down and writing it out, just listing, here's everything that happened today or doing it in journal format or checklist format or whatever works for you. But taking the process of... All of this stuff is happening in my head and I feel overwhelmed by that weight and going through that those steps of, okay, I need to organize this. I need to detangle and declutter these ideas. And then I need to translate to the first word and the second and then the first sentence. And then I need to think through was that the right sentence? All of that, like that process allows you to get the things out of your head and put them in a different place, organize them and put them on a shelf. You can picture yourself in your home when you're cleaning up after your kids, you are putting everything back in the shelf, in the closet, in the kitchen, wherever things go in your house. You are getting things back organized. That's what you're doing when you write down your thoughts. That's what you're doing when you're journaling and you're list making. So that is a phenomenal way to clear your mind as well. Now, when we get back, we are going to jump into the last two methods of clearing your mind. So stick around because you do not want to miss them. Remember back in the day when breakfast cereal was your secret weapon for starting the day off right? You'd wake up, it'd be Saturday morning, Looney Tunes was on, and you would pour yourself a beautiful bowl of Lucky Charms. Do you remember that? Well, what happened? You grew up and you realized that bowl of Lucky Charms had more sugar in it then you should probably have eaten in your entire life. It's got excess carbs and it's got just so much added to it that's just really not worth it. Well, that's why this episode is sponsored by Magic Spoon, a new cereal company that's discovered a way to recreate your favorite childhood cereals with zero sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only, get this, only three grams of net carbs in each serving. That's incredible. Magic Spoon offers four flavors of breakfast cereal based on the all-time classics. You've got cocoa, cinnamon, frosted, and fruity. Plus, there is a variety pack that lets you try all of them, which is kind of a no-brainer. Now, it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So no matter what your dietary restrictions, there's a good chance that Magic Spoon is for you. So you've got to try it to believe it because, quite frankly, it tastes amazing. My personal favorite flavor is cocoa. I was a massive fan of like cocoa pebbles growing up. So being able to eat the cocoa flavored Magic Spoon cereal whenever I'm craving cereal and get that same taste without all of the nonsense added to it like that is a bonus. Now, if you want to have a bonus as well, head over to www.magicspoon.com slash tiny. That's magicspoon.com slash tiny. There, you'll be able to grab a variety pack so you can try all the flavors today. And if you use our promo code, that's T-I-N-Y, tiny, at checkout, you'll also get free shipping, which is a massive, massive deal. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions, asked. That's magicspoon.com slash tiny, magicspoon.com slash T-I-N-Y and use the code T-I-N-Y for free shipping. And we are back. The third thing that I recommend for clearing your mind is being aggressive about your scheduling. Now, hear me out. I've found, and again, I can only share my own experience here. I've found that the days that I block out my calendar when I actually take that time and say, "Okay, I'm going to wake up at this time and then from this time to this time I'm doing X and this time to this time I'm doing Y and then breakfast is at this time and lunch is at this time and I'm going to have this meeting and blah, blah, blah. When I actually am aggressive about filling up my calendar and putting everything I want to do that day on the calendar and then just living my day by that calendar. I feel such a weight off of my shoulders. It is a lot of work. It takes a little bit of time to think through and a little bit of time to set up. But you end up getting all the things out of your head and you have this subconscious attitude throughout the day where you know that everything's getting done. It's already scheduled out. It's blocked out. Everything has its space and its time and it's going to get accomplished because you trust yourself to do that. That's the power that scheduling can have. And it feels like you need to be this like you need to kill your freedom, right? It feels like in order to get this benefit, you need to get rid of your freedom. But the truth is, structure is actually one of the best ways to gain freedom. And I know that sounds insane. This is something that uh, a few people in my life have taught me. But the first person to really point this out to me was my animation teacher, in college professor, I guess. So I remember back then always wanting to be self-employed, always wanted to be an artist and focus on just making things. And she pointed out to me that having a stable job that brings in revenue is a great way to give yourself the freedom after work and with the time that's left to do whatever you want with no attachments to anything because your bills are covered. Whereas when you are doing it full time, Every action you take has to be considered as far as is this going to turn into revenue or not and how soon. So giving up freedom, sacrificing freedom can sometimes be a great way to gain freedom. And that is what scheduling allows us to do. By putting everything out on the calendar, it gives our mind the freedom that it needs to actually operate on each of those individual things. Because we know that at 3.30, this thing that we know needs to get done today is scheduled. It has its place. And so we don't need to worry about it at 12.30. We just need to worry about whatever is scheduled at 12.30. So this is something I highly recommend that you start doing. If you don't already, an easy way to do it is just to use the calendar on your phone. I personally use Google Calendar. I have an Android phone and I don't like the like native calendar. So I use the Google Calendar app that also makes it sync up with my email, which is really nice. But whatever calendar you have, just use that and just go through and block out the times that everything is going to be done. Set reminders for everything, add notes if anything needs to have notes with it and just just try it. Try it for a week. I honestly think that, it, as as counterintuitive as it might seem, it will be incredibly helpful. And then finally, the last way to clear your mind. This is something that I do when I'm feeling most. Anxious, most stressed, and most pulled out of the moment. Uh, I call this, and I'm sure there's an actual term for it, but I don't know it. So I'm going to give it my own name right now. If you know the term, though, reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunas, send me a message or leave a comment and let me know what it's actually called. So I call this five senses breathing. Now, here's what you do you sit down or you stand up or you do whatever it is you want to do, whatever's comfortable for you in that moment. You close your eyes. And you take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And then as you are taking those deep breaths, you start an inner monologue with yourself. And you ask yourself, what can I feel right now? Like, what is what is the sense of touch feeling right now. And that might be the clothes that you're wearing. That might be the floor underneath your feet. That might be the shoes that you're wearing. It might be the wall you're leaning against or the chair you're sitting in. But just list out the things that you can actually feel in that moment. Then what can you taste and list out what you are tasting, what flavors you are tasting. What can you smell in that breath? List out all the things. Then you open your eyes. What can you see? List out all the things. As you go through each of the senses, and you go through all five senses, so sight, touch, hearing, taste, and smell, as you go through each of the five senses, you're going to be centering yourself. You're going to be bringing yourself back to earth, back to the present, back to now. Because it's impossible to notice the things around you in vivid detail while your mind is somewhere else. And if your mind isn't somewhere else, remember a few episodes ago, we talked about anxiety, and anxiety 101 it was episode 433. So four-ish episodes ago, five episodes ago. Anxiety is a disease of the future. It is a stress about what is to come. If your mind is Present, You aren't feeling anxiety. So the five senses breathing allows you to stop thinking for a moment and just focus on what is around you. Focus on what you are doing in the world. Focus on what you are engaging with in the world. So I highly recommend you try these four things to recap really quickly. Meditation is a phenomenal way to get your mind clear and to get a better relationship with your thoughts so that you're not chasing and attaching to every single one. Journaling and list making is a phenomenal way to organize and put things back on the shelf so that all of the the strain and the weight that you're feeling from the things in your mind can go somewhere scheduling is a phenomenal way to sacrifice a little bit of freedom in order to give yourself mental space to actually focus on the things you are doing and then the five senses breathing is a phenomenal way to bring yourself back to the present and focus on where you are in the world and who you currently are and and what you are engaging with i hope this was helpful to you thank you so much for listening listen if you haven't subscribed already do me a massive massive favor click subscribe wherever you are listening to this that is the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode thank you again for listening find me on instagram at greg clunas i'd love to connect with you and hear about you and your life and what it is you are up to and why you listen to this show so definitely connect with me give me a follow send me a message i'd love to have a quick chat thank you again i've been greg clunas enjoy the rest of your day and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take